Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tune Along. Good to have you here. Good to be back. Middle of the week, starting our way into the descent towards the weekend. So let's kick things off tonight, or morning, wherever you are, with a little episode of Doug. Uh, classic, if you will. Uh, we're going to be watching Season 1, Episode 6. I just picked it randomly here. It's called Doug Mayor for a Day. And then it's Doug's No Dummy. Literally every single episode of Doug has Doug in it. Like Doug's Big Catch, Doug's Doodle. But today we're watching Season 1, Episode 6. So cue it up, get your things ready. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting. All right, we're going to start it off here. In 3, 2, 1. Da-da-da! Now we got the intro. Lines are being drawn, poking that dog. He's uh, running. There we are. He's running. So, Doug, good to have you here, sir. Nice, polite show. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Arthur, but for a little bit of an older kid, right? Now, growing up, I didn't really enjoy Doug that much. I'll be honest with you. Let me be fucking frank with you, all right? I didn't really enjoy it. I always thought it was too plain, too simple, too... Too boring, if you will. But looking at it now, it's like it's like Arthur. I, I really get that same feeling. It's like Arthur. Now, I'm, a lot of you are probably going to disagree. Now, here's the thing. Created by Jim Jenkins. Jim Jenkins. Jimmy Jinx. The thing about Doug, for myself, listen, you guys might have your own opinion, but it doesn't matter right now, does it? <laughs> so, Doug, in my opinion, um... Is a, is a safe show. It's a really safe show. Everybody that I knew growing up, or most of the people that I know that knew the show, really enjoyed the show. It was one of their top shows. Same with Arthur. That's why I put in that category. I wasn't a big fan of Arthur, and I was never a big fan of Doug. That is, until the Doug movie comes out. And then I got, I guess I got a good dose of Doug in one shot, and a nice dose. Because you know when they make a movie, the animation is usually upped a little bit. And then you got the toys from Burger King, McDonald's, whatever. I remember those toys. I remember those toys. They were good. I think they were, they had the monster one. I don't remember if they were clip-on toys you put on your bag or some, something along those lines. Very simple toy. Uh, you know, sold, right? That's. But the thing is, a show like Doug just feels like an everyday kind of show. It just feels like a show that you're going to watch on a daily basis, Monday to Friday, during the day, maybe in the morning or when you come home from school. Uh, but I know that's not probably not the case for most of you. It's probably a show that you would have watched any time, I guess, uh, whatever fits your schedule, schedule. But Arthur, I, Arthur was a show that always played in the morning, right? It was always a show that was on before going to school. So maybe that's why people liked it, because it was a quick cartoon before hitting the bus or before you know going to, going to learn in the classrooms. So you, you're talking to your buddies. Hey, did you see a little bit of Arthur this morning? I don't know. But Doug, for myself, like when I watch it, when I first saw it, my first impression of it was, uh, is this made by the same people that made the 7-Up ads? Now, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there used to be a 7-Up. Let's see if I can Google it. Uh, 7-Up cartoon character. Oh, I wrote up cartoon character. We want the number 7. 7-Up cartoon character. And he kind of has this hair. It's like wavy, very pencily drawn. Okay. Now, looking at it now, it doesn't really look like it. Maybe it's because these commercials played at the time when this show was out or whatever. 19, let's take a look. Let's go back and forth. Let's slip and flip. All right. This show comes out from, what is it? Okay, we're going from 91 to 94. 
according to this. So 1991, 1994, this plays on Nickelodeon. Now, I don't know why. I always thought for some reason, like I knew this was a Nickelodeon show deep down, but I don't know why I've seen so much Disney affiliation with it. Like I've seen a couple books with the Disney logo on it. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Let's take a look, see what we can find. But to get back to that 7-Up dude, sorry, we're completely ignoring the episode. They're walking up right now. Doug's walking up uh, steps to the courthouse or something like that. He's going in. That kind of looks like Rocco's Modern Life, that uh, little shot right there. Everything looks like Rocco's Modern Life. I wish it did, right? I wish life was like Rocco's Modern Life. You could. You, it could be, honestly. It could be with the right amount of gasoline or ethanol. It could be. But if you go, you know, if you go back to that 7-Up character, the cartoon character, just go on Google, wherever you want to go. Type 7-Up cartoon. Uh, it's the one that's all drawn in one. It's very simplistic. It's not the bird one. It's the uh, the one with the wavy spaghetti hair. I, I don't know why, but I always thought Doug had a fil- an affiliation with that character. Now, don't ask me why, but it's just the feeling I got. And maybe it could be his friend, his buddy there. What's his buddy's name? What's his buddy's name? Let's take a look. See, I, I don't know enough about Doug. I know the... I know the main character. His name's Doug. That's fucking. That's obvious. Uh, ha, Skeeter. Skeeter. I, I always associated the the Seven Up guy with Skeeter for some reason. Maybe it's the hair. I don't know what it is. But yeah, just looking at Doug. Looking at him now, he's very simplistic. Oh, okay, I'm seeing Doug Disney and Doug Nickelodeon. So they swapped. They did something, right? They got sold. Or, okay. So from 91 to 94, you got Doug on Nickelodeon. Let's see if there's a little bit of backstory to it. Okay, Doug premiered on Nickelodeon on August 11th, 1991, alongside the other two original Nicktoons, Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy. So there was three shows that kicked off Nickelodeon. I remember that. New episodes aired until January 2nd, 1994, and reruns until 2002. Okay, that's pretty good. That's what I remember. Yeah, I remember 2000. I remember playing in the late 90s. Uh, Okay, from 96 to 1999, the series was then produced by Disney for airing on ABC's One Saturday Morning Block. I remember now. I remember that. You guys remember? I remember that now. One one Saturday morning. They used to have this little song. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, good times. Oh, fucking great times. Which included the uh, the theatrical movie. So Disney made the movie. Disney with their their hard-working animators backstage. Get the fucking, get that Doug movie done. On September 26, 2005, reruns of Doug began airing on Sprout. What the fuck is Sprout? Well, you guys probably know. I don't fucking know. Okay, plot stars. 11 and a half year old. Sixth grader. Doug Funny. That's cool. It's a nice name. Who had moved from Bloatsburg with his family to Bluffington. It deals with the life and imagination of titular character, grade schooler, and diarist. Not diarist. Diarist Doug Funny, his dog Porkchop, and good friend Skeeter Valentine, and Patty Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise be true, son. Patty Mayonnaise. What a, what a name, eh? Skeeter Valentine, skeet, skeet, in uh, Doug's bags. Okay, in Doug Bags and Nematode, Doug Funny and his family Phil, Theta, and sister Judy come to a new town called Bluffington 
after moving away from their former residence in Bloatsburg. Okay, we got that. There he meets his future best friend, Skeeter Valentine and Panamanians. Okay, they're just fucking repeating themselves. <sighs> Episodes. Okay, so Disney, so Nickelodeon has it from 91 to 94, the original, the grandfather. And then Disney buys it, like they're buying everything else. From 96 to 99, Disney's making Doug. Is that what's going on for one Saturday morning? 96, ordered new episodes. Okay, 96, Disney ordered new episodes of Doug to be produced, renamed, brand spanking new Doug. And then later, Disney's Doug. Okay, so the, yeah, it was called Disney's Doug. That's what I saw. I saw a book. saw a bunch of books. I saw a book, man. And on that book, it said things I wasn't aware of. But it was produced from 96 to 99 for like three, four years there. That's three years. Uh, it could be four. You never know. Three and a half. Uh, throughout the 90s, Sunny Wonder and Nickelodeon home video distribution distributed Doug videotapes. These tapes are nowadays quite hard to find. Let me find one. Uh, Nickelodeon's Doug was released on DVD for season one and two in 2008. That's a little... Uh, makes sense. They were all kind of released around that time. Uh, what else? Just a bunch of references. People really love their Doug. I'll be honest with you. They love Doug. Now, ugh, when I see Doug, it just reminds me a little bit of Recess, a little bit of Arthur mixed together with a pencil and some paper. But, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I rem like I said, I just remember the kids in elementary school talking a little bit about it and enjoying it. And I, I guess I, I couldn't talk much shit about it because I didn't really watch it enough to... To really give it enough of a chance, if you will. I, you know, as a kid, you're judging books by their cover and cartoons by their animations and animators. And Doug just didn't cut it for me. When you're getting the likes of, you know, Ariel Monsters, uh, trying to name a few that I can think off the top of this on my head, but every other show out there was just, in my opinion, animated a lot more, a lot better. It was just a better animated show. And Doug just seemed so simplistic. And maybe, maybe you know what, to, get, to be fair, maybe it was one of the originals. Look at the early Rugrats. Look at season one of Rugrats. Look at the pilot of Rugrats. It looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to shit on Rugrats. I love Rugrats. Rugrats is a great show. Uh, nine, how many, nine seasons? But Doug is part of the original, you know, original shows. Safe, safe bet for Nickelodeon to put. But then when you think about it, Brendan Stimpy's not safe. That's another thing. You got Ren and Stimpy. Imagine you're watching Ren and Stimpy. You're ADD kid. You got a Ren and Stimpy playing. Got a big fucking two liters of soda in your in your system. And Doug comes on after watching Ren and Stimpy. Well, too late. I'm already out the door and I'm already playing Ren and Stimpy. You know? So Doug can kiss my ass at that point. But now today, it's a nice show. It's a quiet show. You get together and sit down and hold hands and watch some Doug. I don't know if I can do that. But I kind of want a 7-Up now. I don't know about you. This isn't a plug for 7-Up. I swear to God, but that 7-Up guy is making me want some 7-Up again. Imagine they bring that guy back. After all this, they're just going to bring back the 7-Up guy. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Thinking about it now, I think I, I had a 7-Up backpack or fanny pack. One of those were baseball, and it had that 7-Up guy on it. That's why it was brand new. It was one of those toys. I don't know if you guys remember, but I myself... You know, I don't know if you guys remember my life, but for yourself, do you guys remember not having like that many toys growing up? And the the few items you did have, you, you sort of cycled through them, you played with them over and over. So a lot of these items kind of got branded in your brain and your psyche. Today it just feels like a big cycling of toys. You get a 
I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like that today. But I'm speculating. I'm, I'm assuming kids today they go you know go to dollar store. Back then, dollar store wasn't really didn't have much shit to be honest. You had a Rubik's cube, a couple cars, and that's it. But you got bored real fast. For myself, anyway. But so you had these old toys like the Seven Up. I fucking played with that a lot. It was a pretty shitty toy, but you had it. You didn't have much, so you played with what you had. Made do, right? Ah. So what's going on, Doug? Like I said, I apologize if I'm completely missing on the episode, but I'm just having a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time, too. Doug's in his house reading the end of uh, what I believe is the episode, and there she blows. We got the next episode started. Hey, Doug, what's up? What's up, brah? That's a cool scene with the room like that. It's real dark, real, real noir. He's writing down his thoughts, his memoirs. Actually, that's the name of the episode, isn't it? Yeah, isn't Doug a diarist? A diarist? It's the name of the second episode. It's called Doug's No Dummy. So Doug's just writing his thoughts. Speculation. I'm looking at one of the pictures here on uh, Wikipedia, on Doug's Wikipedia. And one of the characters looks like looks like he has a ramen noodle pack. Like an opened up ramen noodle, fro- you know, solid ramen noodle for hair. That's what it looks like. Very cool character, though. Actually, I remember back in elementary school, I think it might have been Doug. It might have been one of those shows. Um, and I just remember being inspired for like a day or two and then drawing a little short comic strip. And I remember one of my main characters I had in there, I wanted to make his favorite beverage, beverage, beverage. I wanted it to, it, I just wanted it to be quirky or something. I thought it was quirky at the time, but uh, his favorite drink was going to be uh, ginger ale. And I remember that was the first thing I said, I'm going to make a, a comic strip, and the main focus is going to be on ginger ale. And I don't know why, but if out of all the cartoons out there, Doug would be ginger ale as far as, like, just simple, plain, nothing special. Yeah, oh, what else do you have? Oh, you only have ginger ale? Yeah, I guess I'll have that over the water. But every other show, like uh, Cherry Coke would be, uh, I mean, Ren and Stimpy, let's say, uh, you know. Vanilla or blue Pepsi would be Rocco. I, whatever the fucking flavor you want to do. But the bottom line is Doug is ginger ale. All right. Nothing special, nothing fancy. But, but for, for me, it's all right. I'll have a little ginger ale once in a while. But don't fucking buy me a case of ginger ale. I won't drink that much. Oh, Doug's alter egos. He has several alter egos. A superhero named Quail Man. Oh, that's the one where he puts his belt on his head? Is that That's the one, right? Quail Man. Uh, Secret Agent Smash Adams. Oh, how'd you like to get Smash Adams? Parody of James Bond. Okay. Explorer Race Canyon. Parody of Indiana Jones. Crime Stopper the Chameleon. Cowboy Durango Doug. Parody of John Wayne. Oh, cool. That's cool. Clint Eastwood. (sighs) Very cool. Clint Eastwood's Cowboys. Outlaw Jack Bandit. Parody of Zorro and Waffle Stomper. Seemingly a parody of Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Oh, oh, shit my pants. Oh, Steven Seagal right there. Skeeter, okay, they're basically talking about all the characters here. I don't know if you want to hear about it all. All right, let's hear about it. We got Patty Mayonnaise. I just want to hear about Miss Mayonnaise. An orange-skinned blonde athlete. Oh, they left her out in the tanning machine a little too long. With a southern accent, who is Doug's female best friend and Doug's crush. Oh, I remember that. I remember Patty. Who doesn't? Miss Mayonnaise. Uh... Patty Mayonnaise. Physical talents include basketball, 
baseball, ballet, bowling, weightlifting, and the fictional beatball. Hmm. Kind of like frog baseball. I don't know. But we've got here supporting characters. Judy Funny, Phil Funny. Okay, that's the family. The Dink family. Bud Dink. Bud Dink is a slightly eccentric, purple skin, retired uh, neighborhood dog. Who's the bully? What's the bully's name? Rod is that Roger? No. Is it Roger? Roger Klotz? Doug's green skin rival and first known bully of the series, Roger Klotz once lived in a trailer park with his divorced mother. Oh, that's mean. Mega anybody living in a trailer park and fucking bully? Divorced mother. Of course they gotta be divorced, right? There's no father figure here. There's no Where's the father? His father's not his father ran out, so my son's all fucked up. Uh, what else have we got here? Not much. Let's get back to the episode. Ooh, Skeeter's dressed like uh, some kind of a sailor captain. Captain Nemo. Is that what's supposed to be, Captain Nemo? You guys remember Captain Nemo? Ca- There's an original Captain Nemo. I don't know where he's from, but the Captain Nemo, Nemo I know from is from LXG, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, starring, uh, starring Sean Connery. Something smells like fish. The, I remember now. I remember Sean Connery took that role because he was so pissed he didn't get the Lord of the Rings. Well, didn't get it. He turned down the Lord of the Rings role for Gandalf. Imagine Sean Connery was supposed to be Gandalf. He said, nah, I'm good. F- fucking finds out the Lord of the Rings is a smash box office hit. He's pissed. Now he's like, okay, I'll take whatever the fuck they give me. Next thing that comes is LXG. Guess what? That's the last movie he does. Look it up. I swear to God. I didn't even know it was true. Somebody told me, and I looked it up, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I mean, if you're a Sean Connery fan out there, and uh, you haven't seen Alex G. The chances are you probably have. But if you haven't, go check it out. Give it a watch. I mean, it's not the greatest movie. It's not the worst movie. It's a movie starring Sean Connery. And it's got uh, it's got Captain Nemo in there. Actually, it's, I have that movie. I actually have that movie on DVD. I remember buying it in a bin. One of those bin bins in, uh, in the grocery store. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a watchable movie. It's a, you won't... I think... You'll probably cringe a little bit. You'll probably poo your pants, uh, slightless, slightlessness. But at the end of the day, uh, yeah, you watch it once. And that's it. Throw it out. Oh, speaking of LXG, I remember they came out with these promotional cards. I might still have them. Chances are I don't. But I remember them having some kind of, you know, a little cutout thing, a little, uh, like a regular piece of sheet of paper sized, but it was thickness of a card like cardboard thickness a uh, little cutout where they had nine characters from the movie you would peel them and i guess collect these cards uh, i think might have might have been blockbuster or something back in the day had them at the at the counter when you exit sometimes they had little promotional things and that would have been one of them miss those days don't you miss those days walking into blockbuster and uh seeing what kind of goodies they had kind of movies you never know what you're gonna expect it's always fun to you know a place like Blockbuster is acceptable to judge a book by its cover because there's no there's no fucking, except for the fucking back, you got a few words back there. But at the end of the day, most of the time, I'm, I'm just watching, looking at who's in it and how's that cover looking. And, uh, yeah, is it worth bringing home? Oh, look at that teacher. Everybody had a teacher like that, eh? Purple, purple-faced teacher. Oh, the dog's, dog's pretty cool. I forgot about the dog. He's been there the whole time, and I didn't even realize him. But that dog reminds me a little bit of Snoopy from uh, Charlie Charlie Brown Pants. Uh, similar. Uh, they probably all get influenced from each other. 
I mean, Charlie Brown Peanuts, if you go by way back, I think it started off as a little comic Sunday funny, moved on to the cartoon, you know, cartoon series. Everybody knows Charlie Brown. I mean, Charlie Brown literally takes up the holiday season every year. You got the pumpkin, you've got the, the, the Christmas tree, you got the Easter bunny. Uh, you got them all, Valentine's Day. Charlie Brown is there for every holiday season. But don't forget, there's a full Charlie Brown show out there. We're going to watch that at some point. Let's get back to Doug here. Doug's doing a little talent show with a little ventriloquist dummy. Very cool. I don't know about you, but every time I hear, I see a ventriloquist dummy, first thing I think of, Slappy, Slappy from fucking Goosebumps. Literally the most famous ventriloquist. Name another one. All right, well, maybe the one from Toy Story, but that's just fucking Slappy again. Now, with Sla- I wonder if Slappy's an actual line of ventriloquist dummies or if that was just made strictly for the Goosebumps show. Probably not. They probably had, back in the 1930s, a whole bunch. Ventriloquism was probably a big thing back then when you had nothing else to do but use your imagination and shove your hand up a puppet and make him talk. Oh, it's a talent show. Here we go. Doug's on board. Shh, shh, Doug's, Doug's there. Oh, I like the way they did the sh- uh, the shadows there. The, some of the characters have green faces um, showing the uh, the uh, ambiance of the light. Oh, he's sweating. He's sweating profusely. Whoa, his head fell off. The dummy, that is, fell off into the crowd. I mean, people would be laughing, right? Oh, that's the sister with the, the sunglasses. I remember now. That sister kind of reminds me of a character you'd find in uh, Daria. Uh, I think I did a... I remember the episode. I did the episode on Daria, and there's a music video. I don't know why. I used to always play after Daria for some reason. A little short music video sucks to be you. Uh, the animation in that just reminds me a bit of this a bit. Mainly the sister, maybe the way she's drawn. She would, she could pop up in that music video, and I, she'd be right at home. I think. Yeah, that bully's dressed exactly like a yeah, yeah, average jock, leather jacket. You know, probably got a comb in his pocket. It's a greaser. I don't know. It'd be fun to go back in time, and just experience the old days. You know, just to see what it was like. I'm sure it was a lot rougher. You know, people. What was it we watched a movie the other day and uh it was based in the 1960s something like that and you can hear the way people are talking and what, you remember you guys remember saying i know you are but what am i i i hadn't heard that in years literally years nobody says that anymore nobody types that on a messenger or a comment section i'm gonna start to saying that again even though nobody calls anybody names to their face anymore it's all behind the scenes but yeah it just felt good to hear that slur <laughs> Oh, look at Skeeter. He dressed himself up as a uh, ventriloquist to help his buddy out. That's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. Oh. See, just teaching good moral values to kids everywhere back in the day. Get back to Doug's room. Signing off. That was a great... A couple of great pals I have there. He let me shove his hand up his ass so that I could get through the talent show. Oh, yeah, the dog's fucking doing it now. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, it's a cool purple dog. Speaking of purple dogs, you guys remember uh, Clifford the Red, Big Red Dog? That's another show I haven't seen in a while. Oh, that's over. Hey, Tony Eastman. Tony Eastman, is that... Is that the same Eastman from Ninja Turtles? I would think not. I would think not. I'm sorry. I remember... 
Like, I should know this. Ninja Turtles is one of my favorite shows. It's uh, Eastman and Laird. But is it, it's not Tony Eastman. I don't know. Ah, let's look it up. Let's take a look. Uh, TMNT Eastman. Let's see what pops up. No, no, no. Kevin Eastman. Kevin Eastman. My apologies. Completely off. But you never know. I mean, for fuck's sake, Seth MacFarlane popped up on Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, the animated series. You see a name like that after all these years and nobody even talks about it. Nobody even knew. It's like, hey, uh, you want to talk a little bit about that Ace Ventura you did there? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad show. Am I right? Am I wrong? It's a good show. I always found that was a good show. The Mask animated series is a good show. Voiced by the great Rob Paulson. One of the greatest voice actors of all time, of all our time. So glad that guy's still still working, doing his thing. Same with Tom Kenny. I know a lot of these guys, they're losing their voice. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I saw a SpongeBob episode the other day, and Tom Kenny's voice was definitely off. But then I saw a more recent one, and I think they're editing it. Either that or Tom Kenny just had a bad recording on that one. But I highly doubt Nickelodeon would even do the recording if Tom Kenny wasn't, wasn't up for it or ready for it. So um, chances are they may have done a little computerization with his voice. Who knows? But if you guys have ever seen uh, South Park uh, Six Days to Air, you see Trey Parker doing some voices in there. And he's doing the voice of the mom. But he's doing it in his regular voice, tone of voice. He's even doing Cartman. But the way he's doing Cartman live or the mom's voice live doesn't sound anything like what you see on TV, uh, the actual end production. So I'm wondering if, to a whole nother level, the voice acting game has completely changed. And uh, and you can just make anybody sound any way you want. I mean, that's probably not unheard of. It's probably probably something that's very doable. Technically, any of us can... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing within the next five years, maybe even sooner, there'll be an app out there. You say whatever you want, and like Morgan Freeman will say it, or Samuel Jackson, or Jim Carrey, whatever. Any famous voice actor, any famous actor's tone of voice will be replicated using AI. Very cool. I don't want to watch Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I just want to watch everything. I love going on these tangents. It's just fun to go go about and enjoy a good old cartoon. That's why sometimes it just takes a little pathway, a little gateway. And then Tonight's gateway was Doug. Even though we don't talk much, even though we didn't talk a whole lot about Doug, we we mentioned a bunch of the characters. If we can go back here, just for fun, uh, see what else, see what else we can find with Doug. See if there's any names that pop up, uh, any you know voice actors that I can recognize. Uh, Billy West is Doug funny. That guy does some comic cons. Uh, I mean, most of them would do Comic-Cons. That's probably the only thing. A lot of the lower-tiered voice actors and actors, I feel like Comic-Con is a safe platform to travel on. Go to different Comic-Cons throughout the year. Make your money and make an appearance. Try to build yourself back up. Okay, they're saying more like Doug. You got Hey Arnold, Rugrats, Ariel Monsters, and Angry Beavers. Ariel Monsters, definitely. I would definitely say Ariel Monsters. I don't know why I just... The time, I think it's the time frame. 94, Real Monsters came out around that time. So all these shows growing up, you're waking up Saturday morning. Like, I don't remember, I remember, actually, sorry, I remember Doug playing on one, Disney's one Saturday morning. I remember it less playing on Nickelodeon. Because uh, it would have been, 94, I would have been about four. So, I can't, I remember starting watching, 
you know, actually remembering watching cartoons, uh, you know, on a regular basis would have been around five, six years old. And that would have been Rocco's Modern Life. Ren and Stimpy once in a while. But I remember, I specifically remember my parents not letting me watch Ren and Stimpy. They said, that's fucking crazy. That's too crazy of a show. You go watch Bugs Bunny like we did. Uh, but today, uh, Ren and Stimpy. I mean, it's considered milder, but it's still, I find Ren and Stimpy aged pretty well, fairly well. If you haven't go, haven't seen Ren and Stimpy in a while, go watch it. It's a good watch. It's classic. Uh, get yourself in the zone. Get yourself in the in the right mood if that's your thing, if you like to do that. Uh, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It's it's definitely aged well. Rocco's Modern Life as well. Good classic show. Uh, if you want a good show that's got uh, nice tranquility, watch some Hey Arnold. They got good jazz music in there. Uh, something about Arnold walking outside, talking to himself with that music. That little jazz, jazzy vibe they got going. Very, very, very cool. Ah. So, yeah, guys, it's Wednesday night. We're heading to Thursday. Actually, we're Thursday right now. We just did this podcast technically in two days. That's not bad. And uh, from Wednesday to Thursday, it's good. Going into the weekend. Hope you guys have nice plans for the weekend. Hopefully, it's going to be nice out there uh, so you can stay inside and watch some more cartoons. <laughs> But no, I mean, Saturday morning, right? Wake up early. Everybody's sleeping down that basement or upstairs, wherever you are. I don't know how you do it these days, but on the phone, just kick it back. So I always find it's fun to kind of plan out. Like today, you're not going to get, you're not going to be able to flip on the TV and get it like the old days. I mean, if you have some on-demand stuff, sure, you can watch it like that. But maybe give yourself a little uh, schedule, uh, pre-scheduled TV cartoon viewing. Go online, find an old schedule from your favorite Saturday morning cartoon block and uh, try to replicate it. That'd be cool. That'd be really fun. I don't know. How, I, I, that's something I really want to do on my website. If you guys go to toonlong.com, you can see all the stuff there. Uh, but I don't know about the legal technicalities of it. I mean, I would just, if it was just me, I would just love to stream every Saturday, play the, uh, play the old cartoons in a row starting at 7, 8 a.m. all the way until 12. And, uh, and just spend time together, like the good old days. Talk, have a good bowl of cereal, maybe a couple little snacks here and there, and just watch some old cartoons and enjoy the weekend. And that's, uh, yeah, I guess that's where we'll leave it for this week. If you guys uh, aren't aware, uh, go check out Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. There's tons of other content on there. I've been putting commercials up there, uh, the, good, the, the old stuff. Nonstop, I've got tons of tapes that I still got to go through to uh, upload. But go check that out. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Uh, don't forget to shove that up your ass as well, the thumbs up. I honestly don't give a shit. <laughs> Do whatever you guys want. Just have fun. Enjoy life. I'm just glad you guys stopped by and are listening up this long. And we can get along and uh, until the next one, until the next episode. And until then, guys, uh, have a good one. And uh, be safe out there. Uh, and uh, hopefully I'll see you on the next episode, all right? So take care now. Ta-ta.